This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So we're going to talk about what turns men on. I can hardly wait to hear this. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Just as we begin, please remember to check out Uberlube. Uberlube.com slash foreplay is where you can get this great lubricant and help support Foreplay Radio. Are you talking about a strong wind turns them on or what? Am I talking about what? A strong wind? Anything? <laughs> what turns men on? That's right. I, I got to figure it out. We got to figure you gotta it out. T- you got to tell me all about it. Well, men. before we get there, I just heard the official news that you are a doctor. I Dr. Lori Watson, a That's long right. road, and now I have to call you a doctor all the time. <laughs> I'll call you guru. <laughs> that is so proud of you. I mean, it's Thank really you. been a long work and Thank you. a huge accomplishment. And yes, we're all better for you this work you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm done with my defense official title. Some people know this, and I don't know if you know this, George, but I did my work on helping breast cancer couples survive. Although mm. now I wish I had done it on the sexual cycle. So more to do, more research to do. I found I really do, I mean, I was not a researcher before this process, and I found I really like it. It's great to be able to look up a study and hear something factual versus just what I think. And I think what's interesting is in my work, sometimes I look things up in my research library, and I'm like, man, this is, I had it all wrong. This is (laughs) not the way it was. I thought what I was observing was truth, and actually the data says something different. So it's, it's, it's exciting. Well, it's going to help your pursuing nature. Just throw yourself towards research now. And I love getting sent books every week on different <laughs> topics you're interested in. It's, A it's, billion wicked thoughts. I've sent you that one. <laughs> well, that's there is so much information out there. And, there is. You know, the, to show that great energy that wants to immerse yourself in it, that's a, a mm-hmm. continuous learner. I mean, it's exciting to be around. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. So, men, gosh. So I did do a little bit of research, and I found this study on basically the effects of attractiveness and status and dating and desire. And it showed that both men and women like certain things, which we would have guessed probably they like a person who's honest and intelligent and kind and trustworthy. But there are big differences between the genders. And of course, for men, 
the big difference is that they put more importance on attractiveness and for women, they put more importance on social status. And the article goes on to kind of talk about evolutionary stuff about that. Men looking for a fertile partner who can carry their seed and women looking for a partner who is able to provide for them and their children that they you know, have to commit to at least 18 years or so many years to raise. But I know there's a lot of pain in this, too. Men who say, you know, she only wants me for my wallet, and women who say, he only wants me for my body. And can you shed any light as a man about this and what you hear from your patients and seeing your couples? And The first thing I want to say is we're so overgeneralizing. True. Right? There are so True. many men who... Yes. It takes a lot for them to turn on and they just can't see something immediately. Everything works, which is, you know, the stigma out there. I think the more we adopt a perspective that's nuanced and and can pivot and move with the individual. But I do think there are certain truths, if we will zoom out for a second to generalize, Mm -hmm. that men tend to be very visual. Mm -hmm. That's not something that they, it's much of a choice. I mean, they, it's this nature and nurture. It is this mm-hmm. the way it's been for thousands of years that influences our physiological responses or is a lot of it just in the cultures from the earliest age, from the images of what we're seeing on TV and what we're talking about. But there's a lot of truth to that immediate visual cue that kind of can start a process. Mm-hmm. And men are very attracted to what's happening, you know, between the legs, the breasts, you know, the areas that are the sexual areas. That's kind of going to be a a big, and a lot of women are going to feel objectified from that. But that's, you know, so often that first initial response, why men like negligee or like the lights on or like, you know, so much of the turn on is going to be the visual part of it. Mm -hmm. 0.7 ratio is what they say. Waist to hips is what like the hourglass figure too, big turn on for men. But you said, and and I appreciate this, you like really more sexual parts of the woman is what a man is drawn to first. I was interested in that book you sent me about the clicks. What was the name of it? A Billion Wicked Thoughts. It was very interesting that they said for every one model perfect type body searched, mm-hmm. there was three of fat, overweight women that men were searching for on the internet. Hmm. That's interesting. That's, that's a bit of a twist, right? Not how, what I would have expected. And what are men looking for? A lot of men will get focused more on specific parts. So there'll be a boob guy that searches for that <laughs> or a butt guy who looks at this or a feet <laughs> guy that really gets turned on by feet. And, mm-hmm. you know, but these visual stimulations, again, are pretty consistent across the board that it's a really a, one of the important factors of turning men on. Mm-hmm. But we also don't want to limit this conversation because that's the whole thing. I think when men if they can't express their emotions, if they're not in their bodies, then you're going to get over-focused on the visual. You have mm-hmm. to kind of need something to turn you on. I think what we're doing here is we're trying to help men just be, be more well-rounded, that you could really be turned on by their visual, but also by the touch and the sensual and the emotional and that sense of safety. And I think that's downplayed in a lot of the research. It's not taught, most men are not talking because we don't get help talking about it, but certainly that emotional connection is, is really important to the act of intimacy itself. Mm-hmm. So yes, you know, men are more visual and 
it makes sense that really the big consumer of porn is men. And part of it is just, it's such a pleasure, I guess, for men to see a woman and see the body parts. And that's a sexual big turn on. And it's the same for gay men. It's the same turn ons. It's not like they're objectifying women. If they're attracted to men, they're doing exactly the same thing. That's right. It's partly what you're saying is partly male to use the eyes to really turn on sexually. I think that's helpful just to repeat that this isn't about looking down on or objectifying. It's just the way men get turned on. So if they're with other men, they're doing exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's this not- is, yeah, this study did talk about that because it included homosexual and heterosexual men. True. True. There's something about, I guess, the way it hits the the pleasure center of the brain. And I, I know we're going to get a ton of feedback. You know, I'm a woman and I like the way a man looks too. And that's true. We don't want to overgeneralize and say women don't appreciate the visual or or men can't appreciate the emotional connection as a sexual turn on. But I, I think you're absolutely right. I think what I feel... Can I, mean, I add to that? Yes. I don't know why we always have to polarize and put things in either or, like men need emotional and men need visual. I mean, we both need both. Mm-hmm. That to me is the most healthiest, flexible relationship. There's just a lot more to engage with when you can be both in your body, in your mind, and in your heart. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the constant theme we're trying to hit in this podcast. The visual tends to focus more on the way a man's brain is thinking and how they're getting turned on. And as we help men also become more emotional, more in their body, feeling touched, they just have a lot more range. Mm -hmm. Same with women. Wouldn't it be nice if a woman grew in an area of needing more visual, of wanting kind of more of that exploration, that that playfulness that also is a big part of what makes for great sex? Mm -hmm. True. I think that, you know, what I feel, you said, what are you feeling about this? I think that some of the the negative feelings that I have are – just the not enough, that mm-hmm. withdrawing like, oh, gosh, I'm going to age, I am aging, you know, just like if that's the turn on, there's just some sense of despair about that, <laughs> you know, of, oh, I, I can see the truth in it, but I think so many women, and this is why they hate porn, mm-hmm. is the despair. Well, I don't look like that. Or, I mean, now that porn is online there's millions of women that are more attractive and this is so so important what you're saying to hold both that it's a turn off for a woman if if she's not so liking her body and she's comparing it to some idealized 21 year old Mm -hmm. right but again i think the research is pretty clear with this men get turned on by seeing their partner's body Mm -hmm. it don't matter what it looks like they're not wanting it to look like a model they're liking what they're seeing, whatever that is. I think some men, though, are turned off by their partner's body. I mean, I, I deal with them, George. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I love that. And I think it is more true what you're saying than what I'm saying, is that men do like their partner's body's flaws and all and want to see them naked and want to see them naked when they're making love to them. So I, I think that's more true than women believe. But I think there's still that fear inside because some men lose attraction or they turn off or there's also that too. Right. We might have to get back to this (laughs) after break. Okay. After break. Big questions. (laughs) 
I'd love to thank Uberloop again for sponsoring us. We are so appreciative of this. And your support at uberloop.com slash foreplay helps us continue to provide content for you. So we would love for you to check it out there. Uberloop is a fantastic product. It is something that I use myself. I recommend to all my patients. It is made up of three types of high-grade silicone. So it's not sticky. It doesn't have that gooey texture that some lubricants do. It's really long lasting and it provides a great glide. People I think should use it during the beginning of their sexual experience, during foreplay, as well as during sexual intercourse. It's scent free, it is taste free. So you can switch from foreplay to oral sex to intercourse with no problem. And it leaves your skin feeling soft and silky, which is awesome. I would just love for you to buy some right now. I know we're still in the shelter in place orders and You know, maybe make a date night of it. Make sure that you have a lovely romantic dinner planned and some special time set aside and buy the Uberlube from uberlube.com slash foreplay. So George, I want to talk to you about what you're doing with Everyman. What is Everyman? It's a podcast and a movement and an organization. It's a movement, yeah, trying to get men to be more vulnerable, more emotional. So you're going to be on Facebook Live with them and we're going to be able to ask questions of you and them and it's about men in vulnerability and we'll post it on facebook all of yes. our social media it's always men but they want women to come to this one to expose women to what's happening here oh, too so awesome every man is a great organization i've been following them for a while they're really doing good work in terms of helping men and they have a similar shared mission mm-hmm. to really make men more accessible and flexible so they can access more parts of themselves and have richer, more engaging lives. Sounds like a good mission to me. Okay, so George Fowler, Cinco de Mayo, with Everyman, we will post the details. To join George for the free Everyman Global Community Call on Tuesday, May 5th, sign up today at everyman.com. That's E-V-R-Y man.com. So we're back talking about male sexual arousal, George. One of the things I hear the most from men is that they're huge turn on. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. And I think the root of many of their fantasies is is really about a woman being turned on, their partner sort of turning on. Often men tell me, and for the record, women say this, but men often, more often say that the the thing that is most exciting is when they're in the moment with her and she turns on. And it's like, oof, they feel that. Absolutely. I think that is the biggest turn on a woman feeling embodied and empowered and wanting sex because she wants sex, not because she's doing it for her partner. Yeah. And that just seeing that energy is, is so arousing because she's wanting him. He's feeling both desired and seeing her wanting it for herself. Uh That's a win-win in both scenarios. Absolutely. And that doesn't always happen right at the beginning for women. I think sometimes it happens midway which that's, I think, where our signals get confused. Yes. Is, is women just, they feel that once they're aroused versus men who feel it at the beginning. 
And once her body turns on, it's like, then she wants it. She wants to keep going. You got to figure what was God thinking when he made this this mixture, right? <laughs> a man starting off ready to go and wanting that hot mutual desire and passion. And you're right, a, a woman's taking some time needing the foreplay yeah. and needing that safety to kind of build in before you can let yourself go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. oftentimes a, a, a guy reads that as you're not so into it just right. because your body's taking oh. a little bit more time. Yeah. Right? And That's- then... And Maybe and he starts to probably be filled with doubt. Okay, she's not that into me, is what he's telling her, himself, right? So his energy gets flatter because he's he's struggling against this sense of questioning: Is does she really want this? Is she into me? Maybe she's not. I, I mean, I can imagine what's going through a guy's head when he's in a moment and she's not turned on yet. Well, even worse than that, I think some of the time. It's a turn off if your partner's not in a space where you're at. If you're really turned on and you got this big, hot passion and your partner doesn't really have it, that's a turn off. But then the fear is if you turn off, you might lose your erection. So now you got to start thinking about other things to try to keep yourself aroused. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it can start heading in the wrong direction. But we're going to spend plenty of episodes on what could go wrong. This is about staying focused on what actually turns the guy on. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you refocused. Refocus us. We gotta, we're going to stay focused on what turns a man on. And we're going to dispel some of these rumors. We are talking a lot about the visual and having your partner really turned on for themselves and, and kind of wanting you. And, of course, that's, that's, that's really good stuff. But there's also a lot more men are looking for. We don't give men a lot of credit for how important the emotional is. But mm-hmm. for me, that's like – so many men I'm working with, that's a critical part, even if we don't talk about it. It mm-hmm. makes me think about a lot of men describing the traumatic experience of of trying to have a baby, get your wife pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, all right, it's during this time. You got five minutes. All right, ready, go. And there's no like <laughs> – it, it, it's like, are you kidding me? Like a little glass of wine, a little, a little kissing. <laughs> a little it, romance, men need too. this, a little romance too. That when you make it so mechanical for men, uh-huh. you would think, well, this is what they want anyway. This should be easy. No, they don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. They want that, that romantic being wanted, not just wanting their sperm <laughs> moment. That's right. It is not just the <laughs> orgasm. I mean, men need their hair rubbed and their back scratched and their neck kissed. I mean, those things are so important mm. for men too. Mm-hmm. Right? It's are. not just a yeah. And how do we how do we start putting words to that emotional inner world that that is so critically important to a man too? The more intimate aspects of sex, which make it so much larger for him. I think men, because of testosterone, are blessed with easy physical arousal, but the expansion into emotional arousal, what they're feeling, what it brings up for them, the other affectionate aspects of sex, kissing, hugging, holding, skin on skin. I I, I do think that physically we give men permission to have that during a sexual moment but that they can have it even beyond that or while they're having sex or after sex, that that skin on skin will make them feel good and loved and connected. Right. That, that rhythm that you're talking about that you you fall into with your partner, 
that that sense of emotional connection that skin to skin takes you can just feel that flow that becomes part of something bigger than yourself that afterglow afterwards that just kind of leaning your head and just kind of relaxing falling into your partner mm-hmm. yeah. I, I find Peggy Kleinplatz's work on great lovers and magnificent sex and men and women describe the same thing mm-hmm. and we have this perception that men just want visual and they're just focused on the physical and sure that's that's an important part of the turn on but it's it's so much more than just that great lovers talk about being in the present moment feeling in synchrony with somebody feeling the deep intimacy you're anticipating each other's moves. There's a sense of creativity and spark and slow, slow down, slow down. You, you're saying too much. Oh, it's just want, there's so much to, there. It's, it's I, I want stuff. you to spend some time though. What what do you mean when you say in synchrony? Like, what does that look like? What does that feel like? What What are you saying? When you're in synchrony, you have to be in a present moment, right? You're not thinking about last week or the dishes or the chores or cutting the lawn afterwards. You're not worried about things not working. Do you working. ever think about the dishes, George, honestly? <laughs> I think all of our minds wander. Okay. And when you're at your best, you're in the present moment. So to be in mm-hmm. a present moment, allowing yourself to – this is why the emotional piece is so important to men. It's one of the few times in life where you can really just let yourself go and surrender and mm-hmm. really feel that sense of synchrony emerging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of men can relate to it maybe on playing on a sports team, mm-hmm. right? When you're really part of something, an essential part, but you're depending on so many other parts mm-hmm. for it to work well. Yeah, I right, and- I think of it like a dance, like a wedding. You know, you dance with a lot of different men and different partners. But when I dance with my husband, it's like I know where he's going to go. I know how his body's going to move. I know, I I know that I can relax in his arms and he'll guide me. And it's that sense I think in sex that feels like synchrony to me, where you you're not necessarily worried about keeping up or, you know, you're just sort of relaxed in it. You know each other's bodies and that feels like synchrony to me. Right. That's beautiful. And it's like you can read each other's mind and anticipate each other's move. And as Mm -hmm. you you could flow and you could pivot and you could turn directions. And if it's awkward or you miss a step, you could laugh about it and get right back in track. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, Oftentimes, men won't use an image of a dance. That's why I use the team. Oh, I'm sorry. But it is. Please, no, no, it's please good. Please do I mean, the male thing. Different worlds. Please, different. please do the male. You were about to do sports. Do sports. Well, when you, you talk about an athlete, athletes know what it's like when they get into a place of the zone, right? It feels mm-hmm. like the ball, it's slowing down and the ball gets bigger and it's just easy to catch it or hit it. You just fall into the sense of easiness. The sense mm-hmm. of time starts to slow down. So that's what we're talking about in it, sex. It's like when you're having great sex, it's like you forget about the world. You're just kind of in that moment with somebody. And it's just like you, you really just get each other. Yeah. Right. And that, that yeah. sense, that's an emotional connection. That's really, really important. And men crave and long for that. I'm sure. But often don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. First of all, I like your sports analogy. And I just had this feeling when you were talking about it like like a whole team full of people being working as one that must that must be amazing 
I always did individual sports, so I didn't quite have that same sense. But I think that particularly for men, the getting lost in the performance must be the biggest distraction that they, they don't let themselves just feel. They get so worried about their erections, whether or not they have one, whether it's good enough, all this stuff. I think they stop feeling what feels good even. You know, so then how do you how do you respond and move if you're so worried about that? I must be difficult. Right, and that's why when you're in a flow, you're not worried about that. Mm-hmm. So we're we're trying to How can we help people get into the flow? Well, that's a whole nother episode. Right. <laughs> but yes, it is about getting people, especially men, recognizing the importance of this emotional bond, of the physical sensation. To, mm-hmm. to not just over-rely on what their eyes are seeing, mm-hmm. to develop other muscles. Mm. And there are a lot of men who are experts at doing this. It's not just that people all over the world that have the best sex describe the same kind of things. There's something about needing to feel safe that allows more space to actually explore and to change. I mean, there's an essence of change and playfulness and doing things differently. That's a lot easier to do in an environment where you can trust, where you know the other person's authentic, where you, mm-hmm. you trust their motivations and they're, they're doing it because they want you and you're so special. I mean, there's so many of these elements that are critical mm. towards really good sex. I think that's so true. I would love as a woman to to know kind of the, and I think I'm speaking for women, like what we can say to men to make them relax. <laughs> you know, it's usually the other way around, right? A man telling a woman, just relax. But in some ways, it's like telling a man, just relax and let themselves feel, let themselves be touched without so much pressure. And that's why the touch Instead of talking about it, let let your hands and your body communicate that, that this is okay. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? Right? What does turn you on? Mm-hmm. Most people can't really answer that question. Mm. Right? What turns so you true. on? What turns you off? To allow people to explore their own bodies, to explore their partner's bodies. Yep. So true. Okay, well, thank you. This has been lovely talking about this. The way men are both visual and the way they turn on when she turns on and also the way that they can have better, more optimal sex by getting into synchrony, allowing themselves that, taking the pressure off themselves and their partner can take the pressure off them with reaching out and and touching them. And when you're in that sense of synchrony, a lot of men will describe a feeling of transcendence or transformation, mm. right? It's like, it's not only enjoyable, but you grow from the experience. You know more about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know more about your partner. Different places were exposed in that act and you had success in exposing those parts of who you are. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that really you liked the way that felt. And all of a sudden you express that and your partner responds to it, right? And, and both people get lifted up through that experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if transformation or transcendence or people talk about it feels spiritual, the part of something bigger than themselves, that's all about emotional components of, of sex. Mm-hmm. So how do we start allowing men to be proud about that, that we just don't need the visual, that we also need this emotional component? Mm-hmm. This isn't just something we have for our female partners. 
this is something we really need for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think women want that too, want to give that too as well. I think that's good news. You're right. Okay, you're listening to 4Play Radio. Keep it hot, y'all. Hey, I just want to take a minute to thank our Patreon supporters. I am very grateful for what you've done, and we'd love to invite the rest of you in on our mission. Your support means more than you realize, and it keeps this project moving forward, and we're really hoping to reach greater heights. Right now, our exclusive content includes an episode about getting her aroused, and our sponsors, Uberlube, have partnered with us, and they have offered to send the first 12 people who sign up on Patreon for for a $10 and above level, a free package of Uberlube. Find a link on foreplayradiosextherapy.com or foreplayrst.com. And we are so thankful for your support. And Foreplay family, I want you to know we had our highest download day ever, thanks to you. Our downloads are just increasing by leaps and bounds. We are so grateful for your sharing. Thank you again. Definitely subscribe. That helps our rankings and iTunes, which is important for us. Call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.